0: I'm your host, Big T-Will. I got my producer extraordinaire, Mike O'Connell. What's
1: happening, Mike? What's going on, Mike? Yes, sir, Big T-Will, man. We are halfway to the sweep, man. Two down and 14 to go. Oh, man, it is just a wonderful time. Looking forward to this Memorial Day weekend, man. Hope everybody is just uh, as fired up as we are.
0: Mike, you just said it, and I forgot to put it out there. 14 more to go. Two down, 14 more to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's be real. In the last last uh, segment we recorded, I said, you said something that's been with me all week. You said, you wish you had the confidence that I had with our team going into this playoffs and not worrying about the first or second round. After watching game one and two, are you on board with the confidence level? You got to be, Mike. You got
1: to <laughs> I absolutely, man. I, I'm feeling 110% better. You know, just obviously the first game was a, was definitely more tightly contested, but after last night, especially, you know, T will, man, I'm just, uh, you know, when we were talking about uh, the, the Knicks and the uh, Hawks game too, while we were watching the Sixers, you know, bring, bring either of those guys on too, man. So it's, uh, it's definitely, you know, the confidence level is there. That's for sure.
0: I mean, but I mean, Mike, let, I mean, seriously, game one, played out exactly how it should have played out, Mike. Because yeah. the Sixers had a long layoff, and let's be real. The Wizards were a hot team coming into the playoffs. They weren't a slouch. They had they had a, like you said last episode, 6% chance on getting into the playoffs midway through April. And they got in. So that was a dangerous team coming in. But you had the number one seed, and the Embiid resting. So when teams have that long of a layoff and that much rest, they're going to come out slow and sluggish in the first games. You know, the first games are always going to look a little a little shaky. You know, the first half, they were down by one. And, it was, and they were only down by one. Travis Harris carried the team. Uh, Embiid was in foul trouble. And you saw Embiid, the second half, carried the team. And I think So, uh, Tobias Harris only had seven points in the second half. Why? Because Embiid took over. There's no one in the league that's stopping Embiid right now. The guy is so laser-focused, it's scary. It's scary that a guy 7-2 is doing the things he's doing on the court. I mean, it's ridiculous that I got to sit here and continue to talk about how him missing those 18-19 games it's going to be the reason why he's not going to get the MVP of the, of the uh, NBA season. And it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Jokic, okay? I'm not taking anything away from Jokic. Jokic yeah, is a yeah. hell of an offensive player. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play defense. He doesn't play defense. And we get that with Embiid, and we get that with my boy Ben Simmons. Yes, sir. And Matisse Thibault. And I just said something earlier. Uh, I said that uh, Ben and Matisse on the court are like Chips. Remember? I don't know if you remember that show Chips, the two cops in L in L A riding <laughs> around on the
1: bike. I'm a little young for that, but I, I, know what you're, I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, they're like chips, man. they two cops on the court, man. And if you get locked up, they put you in the penitentiary.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: So, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous the balance that this team has. The balance on the offensive side and the balance on the defensive side. And George Hill coming in on the second unit, controlling the second unit is a fresher breath there. Dwight Howard is a luxury to have as a backup to And you know, Shake is not playing well and I've been on Shake pretty much all season. I was I'm not really a big Shake fan. But, you know, for giving his credit, he was playing well early. Um he's not playing well now. And I always said Tyrese was Tyrese Maxey was the rookie who'll get his time. I mean, it might be time to give him his minutes. You know, it took me the whole season to finally say that. Because Shake's just not cutting it right now, Mike. He's yeah. just not cutting.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, the Sixers are playing so well, and like you said, kind of just as a unit, that honestly, you know, they can afford to have Shake, you know, not being at, uh, you know, at the top of his game, so. You know, it's 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 a it's a luxury when he is playing well, but at the same time, man, like there's so many other weapons. I mean, you know, Corkmus had a great game last night when he was on the floor. Like just the Blue Coats overall, and you know, obviously Milton's <laughs> side, but they played really well, man. It was uh, it was nice to have have the opportunity to rest, uh, you know, Embiid and Simmons and the starters in the fourth, and uh, you know, the Blue Coats held their own. And for for our our, our new listeners that are. in we call our second unit the Blue Coats because
0: it seems <laughs> like they're always in every game because the Sixers were up by twenty twenty-five and the Blue Coats had to come in and either blew the lead or they held the lead. But um, you know, Mike, let's go back to the first game. One twenty-five, one eighteen. And yeah, to Harris had thirty seven and thirty seven minutes. I mean that that's crazy itself. Danny Green gave you eleven, Embiid gave you the 30, 30 and thirty and thirty. But the big story, the big story, Curry, 15, George Hill, 11. But the big story was my man. (laughs) My man. 6'10", running around like a kangaroo out there. 15 rebounds and 15 assists. And six points. You know how hard it is to get 15 rebounds and 15 assists in a game. That does not happen. That's a list that Ben Simmons put himself on that's with rare air. Mm. And it's so laughable that we still have people that watch this team, and I use that term loosely, that have the audacity to criticize that he had six points. What (laughs) the definition of a point guard is to facilitate, control the pace of the game, create shots for your teammates. He might, I'm not even gonna get into it, Mike.
1: Hey man well, like like doc said, if you guys don't know the treasure you have by now, then shame on everyone because he's been fantastic for us It was great doc summed it up well, defended our boy the doc doc is doc is also a treasure i mean <laughs> the, the,
0: doc is like doc is the jewel that we needed to to finish our collection here in philadelphia right but doc's absolutely right, man if, If you're sitting out here right now, you're listening to this show, and you have the nerve to criticize Ben Simmons, well, I'm telling you right now, just turn in your hoop card. (laughs) Go watch swimming. (laughs) Get up early. Go watch soccer or something. Or better yet, watch NASCAR, because all you're doing is watching cars go around and around and around. But you damn sure don't need to be watching no basketball. If you're criticizing Ben Simmons and his play for six points with 15 and 15, I'll be real with you. I, I stopped responding to people who were hating on them. Mike. Good, I stopped man. responding to it. it it's, it's ridiculous. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of my energy. And it's just total nonsense.
1: You can't give them the time of day.
0: And, and, and trust me. I see the people who hated Ben in the beginning who've done a 180. And those are the fans that I like. They're the ones I respect because they saw something as Ben's career kept going on and as Ben's season went on under Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. the, somewhere else along the line, the switch flick, and they said, I got it. I'm seeing it. And I'm on board. I've talked to a couple of people who, who were Ben haters who are now behind Ben and this team. And let's be real. Don't be a negative, Nancy. If, if right now is not supposed to be a killjoy. This is the time to be behind your, your team in your city. You have potentially a team that's just walked to the Eastern Conference finals. And we're nitpicking over the Washington Wizards <laughs> and Ben Simmons with six points.
1: I mean, come on, man. Very on brand. Very typical. Typical. Negadelphian. Yeah, exactly. Negadelphian.
0: And I'm Mike, we also said Bill and Westbrook go off and as long as the Sixers do their thing, they you know, they should win each game. And that's
1: exactly what happened. The first two games.
0: It, Bill had 33. Westbrook got locked up with 16, and Bill had to work for all 33 points. Okay. Yeah. His efficiency was trash. He was uh, Westbrook was throwing the ball to the coach on the sideline. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was just copy basketball from Washington in Game One. Now you had to think coming out in Game Two that they were going to come out with a little more fight, and they and the Sixers almost mirror image put up the same amount of points. But Washington scored less, less, and Beal still scored thirty three again. Yep, and he had to work hard for that thirty three. Scored less than when he had any guy's injury, and I'll get into the incident in a minute. Mm-hmm. He had his injury, but he only had ten and eleven. When you have a team that plays defense the way the Sixers play defense, they make it so difficult for the other team's scores to get buckets. They have to work extra hard through quarters one through three. So by the fourth quarter, they got to dig deeper because the Sixers are in their jersey all game. Simple basketball. I'm just going to explain it to you. You play defense – you limit teams to one shot, and you take advantage of that situation and you score down the other end, you're going to win the game. I don't care who it is. I watched Brooklyn and Boston. I watched KD come down and miss, like, three shots. Boston couldn't score down the other end. I saw the dribbler come down. Dribble, 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 (laughs) dribble, dribble, step back. (laughs) Dribble, 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 step back. And you get the answer, oh, he's going to lull you to sleep with the step back. But when they miss, you got to come down and execute. And that's why we have a guy like Dwell and D, where we're going to make sure we execute. You have to double him. Period. You double him, he's kicking it out, and we have to make you pay. Plain and simple. Got to make you pay. Now, the big the, the big monkey in the room. Westbrook gets hurt, he's being escorted off the court. And you know, <laughs> let's be clear. I'm all for heckling and and whatnot and getting on the opposing team. That's
1: what fans do, Mike. That's yeah, what you're, we're supposed to... Yeah, you wanna make it a tough environment, you wanna make it hostile to a point though. You know, you don't you don't wanna cross the line.
0: You keep it respectful. Right. You know, you want your day, okay, okay, fine. (laughs) You know, it is what it is. But as soon as you disrespect another person, a human being as yourself, by pouring popcorn on them while they're walking out, that's where I lose all respect for you. Mm. Time and time again, Philadelphia has this negative look as sports fans because of crap like that. Good on the Sixers for pulling his uh, season tickets. One. And good for the fans who pointed him out. There's no place in the Wells Fargo Center chair for the 76ers for you to cross the line and be disrespectful. Period. If I was security, I would have let Russell Russell go up there and whip his ass. <laughs> a
1: little uh, Ron Artest Malice of the Palace action.
0: I would have let it happen. Why not? You were real big and bad. You had, you had your Budweiser muscles. You know, you had <laughs> your King of Beer muscles to pour some popcorn on, a, on, a, on another player who's out there for your entertainment. Yeah, that's his job to play professional basketball, but it's also an entertainment that you pay for. The only way we get rid of the stigma of Philadelphia sports fans or the worst is stop crap like that. If you don't know how to act, damn it, stay the hell home. Stay home. Throw popcorn on your girl, on your boys. <laughs> Drink at your house, punch wall- holes in your wall. Stay home. But if you gotta act like that, there's no place for you. I don't have no I don't have no sympathy. None. I hope he presses charges against them. It, 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 was, it was disgusting. All right, listen, I know Westbrook has that stigma that he's a baby, he's a you-know-what, all this other stuff. I love Westbrook. I I like his energy. I like his passion. I like how he plays the game. He plays hard every play. The guy's electric. Average almost a triple-double for the whole season again. He's a treasure. I appreciate his game. Appreciate the game. And stop acting like a bunch of animals. I mean, it's, just, it's nonsense. And people, oh, I don't understand. It's just popcorn. It's not about the popcorn. It's about the disrespect of another human being.
1: Exactly. Exactly, T. Well, everybody is trying to say, oh, you know, everybody's so soft, just popcorn. It's But it's the principle, you know, of the disrespect that was shown by that by that singular fan. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, well, people people don't pay attention to, the, you know, the thousands of other fans that were giving Russ a standing ovation when he walked off the court with the injury. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what, what everybody did. It's one person. It takes away out. from all of that. Exactly.
0: It takes away from all of that. And I'm going to give you another situation, okay? The same night, this makes the popcorn incident look, like two three-year-olds in, 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 in daycare. You had another fan had the nerve to spit on an NBA player. Yep. But the national media and all their stupid shows and all those clowns they got up there, I didn't see anything about Trey Young being spit on by another fan. Trey Young's a bigger man than me, because like you said, the malice in the palace, Oh, that fan would have, he would have dropped right there.
1: And Fifty Cent was literally right in front of him too, with his girl, and you could see like 50's girl like react from the spit if you see the video. And like imagine if Fifty got some got some spit on him, he would have turned around and rocked him too, man. I mean, just the, the guys. Fifty should have got up and
0: rocked him just out of out of the respect for Trey Young, man. Exactly, exactly. Like, what's wrong with people? What happened to – to just a – it's nerve-wracking, man. It's I nerve-wracking.
1: Mean, it's just, you know, people, I guess, don't know how to act after not being able, being able to, go to go to, like, a live sports game uh, because of the pandemic. So they come back and, like you said, act like a bunch of animals. It's just, you know, it's ridiculous.
0: And it's just not here in Philadelphia. And it's not here – it's not up in New York. You know, don't get the Dodgers and, and uh the the Giants to play each other on a, a Sunday night baseball or whatever or a weekend series. Yeah. You might lose your life.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Why? Why? Why do we gotta act like animals? And you wonder why arenas and stadiums stop selling alcohol by a certain inning in a baseball game or by a certain time in the in the in a basketball game or second half of a show, it gets cut off. hmm And then you, you cry and complain about it. Well, look, this is the reason why. Because people don't know how to act.
1: It only takes a couple to ruin the experience for everybody, and that's exactly what's happened here.
0: Yep. Listen, man, we're going to break down game three coming up. Got a special guest from uh, Locked On Wizards, my guy Anthony. He's going to come on with us. We're going to talk a little DC hoops. We'll talk about Westbrook and Beal, and uh, what kind of uh, adjustments Scott Brooks can do for Game Three going uh, down there. It's going to be fun. They're at fifty percent capacity as well. Curious if any Sixer fans will take the trip. I know actually a couple that are down there that said they were going. They're going to be rocking their Sixer gear. So we're going to get into that that and so much more. Hey, yo, this is Philly Four Court Press. This is Big T Wood. That's my man, Mike O'Connell. Grab your drinks, family. We'll catch you after these quick commercial breaks.
2: If you want to make something that truly reflects the city of Philadelphia, it better be great. It better stand the test of time. You better expect to work if you want the results. That's just how the city was built. And that's just how we're made. You see, here, greatness requires a push and a pull, a challenge, a goal, a chase, a pursuit. But when you get there, by day or night, you'll turn the curve into as great a city as you'll find anywhere. Where the stars light up the night, reflecting icons. Reflecting greatness. Reflecting the spirit of competition that has fueled us from the start. Built for the city. Built for the night battle.
3: Yeah, it's about that time time for me, you, and 16 teams oh to rock out. The plot is thick, the characters strong. The only thing left to do, write the story. This is hunger, this is hype. This is the NBA playoffs. Strong, but a gift and a giveaway by Russell, which is rare on a board. And Ben Simmons is up to 14. Sixers won the game, though. They won it by six. 60 for Beal that night. It'll be Tobias Harris in rhythm, off the dribble, and Tobias Harris super efficient to get his 12 points. And B trying to get Robin Lopez out of position on the step back. That's not normal. I'm sorry for a guy better than seven feet. Shares it with Westbrook finally a little bit strong Tobias Harris has it Simmons always looking for early offense not a bad leave on the take what a finish wow incredible
0: And a special guest that, uh, you know, I've been trying to link up with all season long, and I'm so happy he's coming on to join the show. We're going to talk a little bit of DC Hoops. We're going to talk game three, Sixers. My man Anthony Citadino from Locked On Wizards. You guys can check him out, follow us. Uh, He does follow us as well, and uh, we'll get all his credentials on during the show. What's going on, Ant?
4: He will. Thank you so much for having me on, man. I am super pumped to talk some DC hoops, some Sixers hoops, some Eastern Conference uh, playoff basketball, man. I'm hyped. I
0: mean, I know you guys are, so let's get into it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but before we get into it, there was a challenge made by Mark, one of our listeners, who wants to play you one on one with his arm tied behind <laughs> the back. Now, there's something that we have up here in August that got put to the side uh, last year due to, you know, COVID and the, and the pandemic. But, you know, that could be arranged if you really want to play Mark one-on-one with the uh, right arms tied behind your back.
4: <laughs> Listen, man, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I already uh, hit him back on Twitter, but I mean, he knows I'm, I'm always down for a one-armed one-on-one challenge. You know, Hey, I've never gotten it before. I've never gotten a type of challenge like that, but Hey, I'm down for it. You know, my jumper's pretty uh, – uh, it's, it's, it's not good. But, but hey, <laughs> I can give it a shot. And I honestly love – I did love uh, seeing the – just really the kind of the, the playback with uh, the, the Philly fans because, I, I'm, I mean, I would just assume Philly fans are much more uh, uh, theatrical than, let's say, a, a Washington, D.C. fan. Um, you know, Philly fans, they're just – they're kind of legendary for that, right? I mean, Eagles, you know, Flyers, Sixers, uh, Phillies just – they're, they're, they're right into it. Love, love. They, they live for their sports culture. And I love that. That was, that was so funny. That was great.
0: It, you, you know, we're, we're, we're very colorful fans. That's how I put it. We're, you <laughs> right. know, we're, we're, we're unique. So, right. but uh, so let's, let's talk about this. So we got game three coming up. Um, Sixers are coming down near two zero. Oh, uh, Scott Brooks. Uh, you know, he said that uh, the Sixers put their pants on one or socks on one leg at a time, just like, uh, you know, Washington does. So with that being said, what are the adjustments that Scott Brooks is looking at that you think needs to happen for Washington to come out with a victory? Hey man, T. Will,
4: you know, Ben and I on lockdown, we've been talking about this all year, all year about adjustments, rotations, different, you know, types of things Scott can do throughout the year. And he kind of has not really made too many adjustments. Um, you know they they made they they made a great trade at the trade deadline they got they brought in a guy like daniel gafford they haven't had an athletic center like this in a long long time a, a lob threat um you know a rim protector like him in a long time and um they they bring him in he shows he shows them that you know they that this is their most athletic uh center uh there and he he still refuses to play him sometimes it's due to foul trouble but again most of the time he's getting you know 19 20 minutes not not really enough to make that much of an impact, and and again, he he, you know, Scott. Listen, we all love Scott. He, he's had a great great career. He's uh, you know, he, he he had an NBA career, um, you know, back in the you know, uh, late eighties nineties, and played with us
0: with the Sixers,
4: right? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he roomed with Charles Barkley for like a like a summer during training training camp or something. Yes, he like, did. Yes, yeah, he did. And, like really really funny story for the, with that, but um, uh, but yeah, I mean, Scott. He's, you know, he really hasn't made too many adjustments. And we saw that in both games. T. Will, what, I mean, like, you, you know, from a Sixers standpoint, I mean, I, I don't know what you guys are watching, but from, from what me and Ben talked about and what we've, you know, saw with the fans on Twitter, nothing really changed for Washington, D.C. in game two. They really went with the same rotations. They they played Ish Smith and Howell Neto. Um, really, you know, he – Scott has favored those two guys a lot this season. Um, he was once a scrappy point guard like them. So, you know, you, you got to throw the love of where it is. But again, these guys are six foot, six foot one, and they um, they, lack, they lack defensively. And, and we, we saw that against the Sixers. But again, T-Will, um, I, I got to give the credit to, you know, F- Philly. I mean, we're talking about a team that is much, much more superior than them. I mean, depth-wise. I mean, you guys have a ridiculous arsenal. I mean... Not even saying the Stars' names, but, I mean, you know, having, having shooters like Seth Curry, you know, Danny Green, you know, Corkman's off the bench. I mean, these, you know, and, and the defensive pieces too. I mean, Matisse Thibel. I mean, uh, you know, Maxie. You guys do have great, great depth in Washington. They fail to do that in the offseason. They failed to, to make these kind of adjustments and to try and pick up uh, you know, random pieces that could have made them better with a long stars like Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. But right now, we're working with Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, you know, <laughs> and Robin Lopez. So, so hey, that's really what we're that's what we're working with, guys. So, what what do you guys think? What did you guys think of the first two games?
0: Well, first of all, the first two games was you know the first game played out the way I kind of expected would, with the Sixers being off for six days, coming out rusty first quarter, um, getting their legs back under them second quarter. And, you know, the key to Washington having the lead at the end of the first uh, half, I think it was 62-61, was the fact that, you know, Embiid was in foul trouble. So, with Embiid in foul trouble, Tobias Harris stepped up into the role that he's been, you know, basically doing all season and carried the team until the second half, where Tobias Harris, and Mike and I talked addressed this on the show earlier, he only had seven points in the second half, but... The reason he had seven points was because Embiid had 28. So, you know, everything balanced itself out and went into the Sixers' favor. I mean, you, talk, you touched a little bit about it. The Sixers have length, and their length is very disruptive. Matisse is a bull on defense. Uh, there's something that we say in Philly right now is, is starting to catch uh, heat. It's uh, the Benetentiary. So, when you got Ben and Matisse, you know, locking you guys up or locking anybody up right now, it, it's pretty hard to score – you know, an easy 33. So Beal had 33 both games, but he had to work so hard for those 33. Exactly. It, it I mean, t- he's the only option out there. It, t- it takes so, so much out of you that, you know, it, the defense is just amazing right now. And that's what's going to carry the Sixers into the second and third round. Because, you know, let's be honest. I think I, I, I think the Sixers will be in these kind of finals. I think they'll be in the finals, Okay. I'm not okay, worried okay. too much about Washington, just the fact of the, the size ability. Okay? Bill right, and Westbrook. Right. Be- yeah, Beal and Westbrook could go off. Both of them could go off for 40. And the role players won't give you enough to stop the Sixers' onslaught, especially with the bench, as you said, with Cork Moss coming off the bench if he's hot, with the rookie Tyrese Maxey coming off the right, bench who's right. getting a nice spark plug, and, you know, George Hill controlling, you're still bringing another dominant big man into Dwight Howard. Right. So, and, you know, it's funny that you said they had an opportunity during the offseason to build around Deal and they stopped just with the Westbrook trade. I want to ask you about that because prior to that trade, I think your owner said to John Wall, uh, you know, he's not being traded. Everything's going to work out well. He's coming back healthy. And then within 48 hours, he traded him. I, how did that sit right down there with DC? So when Ted
4: Leonsis came out and, and, and talked about John Wall, um, no one really knew what was going on with John. He was off the court for two years, a little bit more than two years, with all the injuries that he uh, you know, has faced. I mean, uh, his, the, the last one that he faced uh, was the torn Achilles. But when he did make that statement, you're right. John was out, uh, you know, like a day or two later. I, I forget what it was. And, and it just, it seemed to, to me really what everyone was saying was, was John, how he was treating pretty much, uh, you know, his rehab process, how he was treating uh, the COVID situation, going out, always going out, always being out, seen out in public, uh, you know, the public scene. And then, which I don't have an issue with at all. Um, you know, if, 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 you know, you're testing negative, you're testing negative. Sure. Like just, just be safe. Right. Um, but I think it was, um which this also does not make sense to me because it's it's been a part of a part of his life, but I think it was the, um, uh, had to do a lot with, um, th- the gang signs, throwing up gang signs like during games, like at, at the club, like in the, in the media. And, um, and listen, we've seen that from John wall since since Kentucky days since, 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 Kentucky, since, right. since, since he was in high school. Right. I mean, he, he was doing it all his rookie year all the way up until his last year in DC. And it's nothing I, new. It's definitely nothing new. So, I mean, that was a lot of speculation. I don't, I don't know if that was the the final straw. I really hope it wasn't because, they, like we just said, it, it was that. I mean, it's it's not, nothing new. I I really do think it had to do with just that Russell Westbrook was on the table. I mean, you, you look at a guy like Russ. I mean, a former MVP, obviously a Hall of Fame talent, uh, coming off a great season with with James Harden, maybe not one of his best season, and um, they 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 went all in on him. And I don't blame them for doing that. I I really don't obviously the culture of washington is is behind john wall 100% they will always always love john wall john wall is an activist at, in the you know the dmv community he has done done he's really done a tremendous amount for washington dc as russell westbrook has started to do and we all know everyone that that is, you know that stays in tune with the basketball community knows how big russell westbrook is with the community, especially the community where he's living. And right now that's right. DC. And, and, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, I mean, what we've seen, I mean, they're, of course they're taking him in, you know, and, and they're accepting him. Like he just broke the most ridiculous record this year. I mean, he's having, well, he's having, in my mind, I think this was his second best year of his, of his career take away and, and not even taking away his, his, the first half of his career uh, or the first half of this season because he played on a fully torn quad that he just mentioned he, a couple of weeks ago, like randomly you know, in, a, in a in a press conference,
0: and he so, had to get adjusted. He had to get adjust, adjusted to the teammates, uh, you know, get adjusted back with Scott uh, Scott Brooks, his former head coach, as well. So, you right. know, all that mm-hmm. new pieces like that definitely take time. It's not going to happen overnight.
4: Right. No, you're a hundred percent. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that is so true, and that's what was so weird at first. He went thirty some odd games without dunking. And we don't know Russell Westbrook like that, right? I mean, everyone (laughs) that watches basketball knows that he is the Mike Tyson of this sport. He goes and he attacks (laughs) the rim and just tears it down. And we saw it for so long. And He just, he wasn't wasn't allowed to dunk in practice. So we, we knew something was odd. Did not know it was a fully torn quad. So, I mean, kudos to him for being able to heal alone. Than, than, than to play play on. I mean, it's absolutely un- unbelievable what he, what he did. But, again, I'm not mad at the trade. I think they did a good job by trading for Russ to put them in a, a better spot this year. I, I mean, I still think John Wall is a, is a great talent and, and still has the ability to play at that top level. But, again, T-Will, like we talked about, they stopped right there. I mean, they, they, they did not make any more moves. They 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 refu- they, they signed Robin Lopez for $7 million. Robin, I love you, man, but, hey, they needed to <laughs> do more, you know? So – what can you do? I mean, they're lucky
0: they got the eight seed. That's all I'm saying. Well, they were actually – they were 0.6% of a chance to in mid-April to make the playoffs. And they were one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs. So, you know, speculation was all this was going to be a pretty good see- uh, series with the Sixers be- from national media because, you know, Washington was on the hot streak. Philly was limping through the, to the Eastern Conference – Uh, with that easy schedule down the last 12 games that they had, and they weren't really tested, and here comes the Bulldog in in Westbrook and, you know, the flamethrower in Beal. So it looked like on paper, oh, man, this is going to be a good one. I mean, it's not turning out like that. Philly's imposing their will on them. Um, They're playing bully ball when they have to. Exactly. They're knocking down open shots. And it just seems like, like you said, just, there's not enough with Washington right. right now. So, I mean, if Scott Brooks isn't going to make any adjustments, because he didn't make any one or game one or game two. Game three, you know, they're going to come out five. I think Washington's going to come out, play hard, front of the fans, 50% there. Uh, you know, you're going to show your, be- show your best foot, but Philly's going to wear them down and probably take, oh, yeah. you know, game three and four. So, going into the off season is what I'm curious about with Washington because it's going to be interesting with the pieces that are going to be available, uh, the contract situations they have. What do, you, what do you envision, you know, D.C. doing with um, Westbrook and Beal and trying to capitalize on those two talents?
4: Well, that's, that's the million-dollar question right now that all I feel like every Wizards fan is asking. What's going to happen with these two? What's going to happen with Scott? What's going to happen with you know, Tommy Shepard, the, the GM, the, you know, the president of basketball operations? What's going to happen with all these guys? And to tell you the truth, a lot, a lot of owners don't get on and, and do press conferences. And Ted Leonsis just did a press conference a couple of weeks ago.
0: Does so he still own the hockey team, by the way?
4: The Capitals? I'm, I'm pretty sure he still owns the Capitals as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a majority stake. And he hopped on a zoom, which was great. But again, he, he did not stick up for Tommy. He didn't stick up for Scott. Like that their jobs were secure. He said, Hey, we need to see what's going to happen in the postseason, which we are in. And T will, you just said that they're most likely going to take all four games. So it's sad to say that, but again, but again, if,
0: well, if we got to keep it real. Ian, if you know.
4: Dob- Right no, you're 100% right. if Davis Bertans is not hitting threes, if Daniel Gafford is not, you know, playing big minutes, if they're going if Scott's going to just continue playing Ish Smith, Netto, and and then the, and, and they're going to pretty much split up the 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 front court with Alex Len, Robin Lopez and Daniel Gafford and not really stretch them towards any sort of uh, you know, uh, I guess, you know, one one center getting, you know, 30 close to thirty minutes, it's it it's not going to happen for them. I mean they they like you I mean like you said Philly has way more length. I mean and, and MB does not even have to like play at his he, at no. his like top level. I mean he doesn't have to average forty a game or, or or like twelve rebounds a game just because of the arsenal Philly has. I mean Tobias Harris, what he did game one, obviously we, we all know that he's he's capable of that. And I mean other teams in the Eastern Conference like like BK uh like Milwaukee and and such they gotta be they got to be a little nervous about Philly with the way he has been playing with the way all these guys have been playing. So it's not the best news for the Wizards. But again, the, if the Wizards are, if, if they're not shooting well, I mean, Russ has not shot well in the first two games. And if Russ and is and hurt, has, he's,
0: yeah, hurt I mean, yeah.
4: Man. And, and dude, we got to talk about that too, because a big, big controversy uh, r- really with fans all over the NBA. I mean, we're going to get into that. Oh,
0: we'll get into
4: that. We will, no doubt. So yeah, he played, he did not, he, he was hurt. So he got hurt, so we, we will get into more of that. I, I don't want to go off too much on 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 how bad the Wizards are, but again, T. Will, it's it's depth, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I think they have potential. They they definitely have potential. Uh, I'm a big uh, Westbrook fan. I'm a, uh, people who listen to our show, people who know me around the city in the area. I love Westbrook. I think I would take – some people would take him on the team because he only shoots like 35%, you know, uh, but just his mentality and his – like you said, his Mike Tyson aggressiveness on the court is just something that you just can't – you can't build that in someone. You just have to have it, and he has it, and I appreciate that. Uh, Bradley Beal, it seems like he's getting – the last three seasons, he was being traded out of Washington, and he said, I'm staying in Washington, and he signed that huge contract. So, he's showing the commitment to Washington. So, your backcourt is set. You have a nice young piece in um, Gafford, like you said, okay? Ishmith, Howell Neto, they're, they're not it. We know that. We had them during the process years. We know. So, we, I understand what D.C. is going to. D.C. has to build around those two guys. That's the decision we have to make. And there's moves to be made out there. It's just seeing if the owner is going to – if Ted's going to be committed to making this work under uh, Scott Brooks. So, Scott Brooks went to the uh, Western Conference Finals. He's been to the NBA Finals. He's a former NBA champion. So, it's not like he's a bad coach. But right now, he's only working with what he has.
4: It's, it's just, yeah, I mean, I'm not, try, I'm not trying to sit up here and say that he's a bad coach. I just think his time is running out in Washington just oh, with, agree. just, just in terms of how long he's been coaching. He's been coaching there for five years. He's one of the most, like, like tenured coaches, I mean, long, long-term tenured coaches in the league. And that's kind of wild to say because he's had two good years. And we're talking about, you know, his first year there, they won 49 games with John Wall and, and Brad. And they, and they had a good team. They had a great team. They lost in seven games against that Boston team that we all loved with IT. When IT was just, you know, put on a show, dropping 50 for his, for his sister, you know. That was um, a great and, series. And that, was, that was amazing. Just great. And he had another good season, too. I think they won 43 or 44 games, and then they lost uh, first round to Toronto. So I don't want to say that his, his entire career in Washington has been a flop, but, again, I think Ted Leonsis is looking at the numbers. I think he's saying, wow, we are a, like a million dollars – below luxury tax and we're Mm -hmm. barely making it and we're like barely barely making into the playoffs and with you know guys like Russ and and Brad but again this just goes along with just the lack of the lack of really talent and just how the players have been played I mean you you can't you can't expect to win when your most talented center your most talented lob threat best defender on the team by far in Daniel Gafford you're refusing to play him and and Scott Brooks is refusing to play him. And he, he, after game one, we, we sat in the interview and, and he said that he was too heavy. <laughs> like, like that he was, was like that, that he <laughs> and and that to me that was on basketball reference, it has Daniel Gafford listed at 234. He's a center, he's almost six, he's almost seven foot tall. Average weight for his position is two fifty. Right. I don't so understand. And when when Thomas Bryant was playing um, earlier in the season, he got ten games to start it out, and then he had the, the torn ACL. So that was big for DC too, because he was playing great. But again, he was averaging thirty minutes. Why can't D- Daniel Gafford get some of these minutes? T- Thomas Bryant weighs two fifty. I don't even care about their weight. But Scott, why are you talking about their
0: weight? <laughs> what, what? Why does that even matter? <laughs> hey, you know what? It's 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 been something to be said about coaches right now because we had our baseball coach say some stuff down here with the Phillies um, that didn't sit well with the media as well. So. But, hey, man, listen, we, we got to talk about the uh, the monkey in the room, okay? And, and you oh, yeah. touched a little bit on it, and it was uh, just fan interaction across the board. Um, I want to lay it out for you. So, in Utah, you had the John Morant situation with his parents. You have, in New York, Trey Young being spit on. And in Philadelphia, you had the popcorn dumped on Russell Westbrook. Uh, in baseball, you had the Dodgers and I think that was the Astros, Dodgers fan, fighting. I mean, right now, if you if fans are gonna act like animals, stay to hell home. You know, because you're gonna ruin it, you're gonna ruin it for people who are genuinely genuinely there for the entertainment. Now, I don't condemn anything what this guy did about dumping popcorn on Russell Westbrook. Good for the Sixers for revoking his season tickets and putting him on the band list and good for the fans for pointing his butt out and saying it was him after he tried to run. And if I was security, I would have let Westbrook go up in the stands at him because you don't disrespect a human being like that. It comes down to being humans, being kind, knowing each other, and knowing your place. Russell Westbrook is there to entertain the fans. Okay. This entertainment is what you paid for. You paid for a Sixers Wizards game. Bill, Westbrook, and Bede Simmons. If you can't handle your liquor and know how to act, stay home. Exactly. Period. Period. So, but my 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 real anger comes from the national media. Because okay. you have three incidents way worse than the popcorn incident. But the lead, the headline in every outlet, every internet outlet on TV was Russell Westbrook and the popcorn.
4: And the reason I think that is is because Russ is Russ, right? I mean, we're talking about a Hall of Fame guy, a former MVP. He was held back by five or six guys we're talking about. And you're you're right. Everything that you just said, I agree with 100%. I, I, I commend the 76ers, the Wells Fargo Center, um, MSG, um, everywhere who, who took the action, made the right apologies, and banned the fans because you're right. Stay home, you idiots. We just – like, we're, we're about to be done with the pandemic. We are about to – like, it, it's starting to become real again. Right. Hopefully you have, Crossing right. Hopefully yes. we, can get through we July. are, <laughs> we are, no, you are, you are right. I'm knocking on wood. I am. But again, for sports, it's starting to become more real. Right. I mean, we're we're starting to see right. vaccinated sections are they're, they're, they're getting, I mean, 16,000 fans at MSG, you know, I mean, 10, 10, uh, you guys are at over 50%. And 11,000, 11,000, 11, man. So it's, it's getting good, but like people like this are ruining it. And, 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 you know, and for the fans is one thing, but for people like, Russell Westbrook, Trey Young, you know, John Moran, whoever, I mean, and this has been as long as sports has, has been a thing, right? I mean, athletes have always been messed with in this way and and, in terrible, like terrible ways. And, you know, now it's 2021 and and we're starting to see it again as the pandemic comes to a close, you know, these guys are out here. I mean, yes, they're entertainers. And this is, and this is what it is. This is not a circus. These guys are out here. They're, this is their livelihood. They're working for their career. Exactly. Like is, they're working for their, for, for their kids, their their, 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 their families and they're, they're trying to provide right now. And, and they're doing that at the hot and they're trying to be as best as they can be at their craft. And my man, Russ over here, I mean, and, and you, you, know, I know you said you're a big Russ fan. I, I also am, you know, always have been. He, you know, one thing I love about him is that after every game, he always gives his shoes away no matter where he is. And, he, and even in Philly, he gave his shoes away to a Philly fan and, and after that, he's, he's limping off the court. He's, he's, he's got an injury. And it, it just was really sad to see because someone like that it takes anyone, away from me, anyone. Man. No one deserves that. You know, you're right. No one deserves that. And, and for that fan, I mean, shout out to the other fans' pointing him but again, you know, you, you know this day, it, it takes away from it. Like, what are you even doing? Like, this guy is, you know, he's trying to go and, and, and get worked on right now because he's injured. But, you know, you're throwing food, popcorn, whatever it may have been at him. You know, Trey Young's getting spit at. Like, who's – you know, you're spitting over 50-cent shoulder. I mean, I'd be more scared about that, you know. He's
0: I'll, like getting he hit 50-cent. Right. Yeah, I,
4: I'm picturing 50-cent in his, you know – That's what in, I was on, saying, yeah. Right, right? I'm picturing him on the cover of Get Rich or Die trying with his bulletproof vest on about to pop, you know, someone. <laughs> you better be careful spitting over him, man, and his girlfriend. But, but again, you're, you're right. It just it, – it was it was completely uncalled for, and I I – I really hope, I, I want to say this is the end of it, but it's not going to be, there's going to be idiot fans always. And there's going to be people that just that, that do outlandish things. And, and these instances they were, but, but everyone who was in the, you know, the place to, to put some sort of discipline in, in place, they did the right thing. I, I think they revoked, you know, they, they put the ban- The uh, those, those fans are banned from the, from those arenas. And, you know, they apologized, which was, which was great. But again, you know, these, these players, they got to feel like ridiculed, man. Like when they get home, like, I mean, like, how do you feel like, I mean, you and I, we didn't get food thrown at each other. I mean, we didn't get spit on today. I mean, you know, these guys are making millions and millions of dollars for sure. But like they they have to go through this and go back to their families after this and like, talk about it. I mean, you know, yeah. Daddy got spit on tonight. Like, how do you, like, you know, I mean, I, I know that Trey doesn't have kids, but, but again, I mean, how do you explain this to your families? Like it's, 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 it's just – It's, it's, disgusting, more, man. it's, 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 it's disgusting. It's awful. It's
0: disgusting. Mean, it's awful, man. there's no other way to put it. It's, it's disgusting. And, you know, if anyone is listening to Anthony and I out there, and if you're a fan, look, we heckle. We could go at it. We could go back and forth. That's the beauty of sports, and that's the right. beauty right. of, you know, rooting for your team. But let's be civil. Right. Can't cross the line just, like that. Just be civil. If you can't hold your liquor or your beer or your whatever you're drinking, don't do it. And you and let me ask you a question. Down there in DC, is there a cutoff for uh serving alcohol in the fourth quarter or third quarter?
4: Now, you know you know T Will, I honestly don't know that because I'm I, I actually live in central New York.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah, but but as far as I know, they um they, they sell they sell beer, um uh, throughout the entire game. I, I don't know. I, I know NFL, they cut it off at halftime, but I, I don't think the, uh, the, um and, and the MLB, I'm pretty sure they cut it off after the seventh
0: inning. I'm almost positive. Yankee
4: stadium. I'm pretty sure they do, but
0: Yankee stadium is the seventh inning. I do know. Yeah, that. I know yeah, Philly. Right. I know Philly is the seventh as well. In right. um, the Wells Fargo center. It's, it's the eight minute mark in the uh, fourth quarter. And All right. So that done. ain't bad. That ain't bad. No,
4: so it's probably of the, of that same, you know, measure. And, um, so, so yeah, I just, it, it, that shouldn't matter though. Right. I mean, Hey, you guys are adults. Hey, you know, like we're here to watch like this event, like, you know, be cordial, like, yes, have fun. If you want to, you know, you know, talk your smack. If you want to like, you know, have fun in that way, like competitive way, of course, it's always fun chanting and like, like being a fan for your team. But if you're going to cross the line and if you're going to like disrespect people and disrespect like the, the entire, uh, I mean, really like, you know, sanctity of the game and, and, and what these people are, I mean, these are human beings we're
0: talking about. It's ridiculous. Nope. no. Nope. Hey man, listen, Anthony, thank you for jumping on man. I greatly appreciate it. I definitely want to have you back. Um, quick question. Uh, if you're available throughout the playoffs.
4: Oh, I, I am. I on? am. T will. I am available for you, my man. Absolutely. I am so grateful that you guys gave me the invite, Mike and T will. Thank you so much for sending me an invite and, and want, you know, and having me on the show. Um, I've listened to full court press. You guys do a great job. And um, yeah, I would love to be on uh, again. Absolutely. I'm, I'm always down to talk hoops, whatever type of hoops I follow at all. So, Hey, thank you so much.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And, and, and I'll, I'll definitely want to talk with Mark to see if we can set that one arm uh, team up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get Mark. We'll get Mark in a group chat at some point.
0: We'll yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey fellas. Uh, this is a uh, Philly full court press of T world. That's Michael Connell. Shout-out to Anthony for coming on. Anthony, real fast before we uh, go into a commercial break, where can people reach you at? You
4: guys can reach me at Twitter. I mean, I don't have a cool Twitter name. It's, you know, acitadino29. Reach me there if you want. I'm also on Instagram, antcitadino. I mean, hey, I'm kind of off the grid, but if you want to come and find me, sure, you can see some pictures of my dog, you know.
0: (laughs) There you go. Hey, man, dog life. We all love dogs. So, like, ask for me, Anthony Citadino from Locked On Wizards. Uh, This is T-Will. We'll be back after these quick
3: commercial breaks. One for 11 on their triples, mid-range of Seth Curry. What a pickup.
2: Needs his backcourt teammate to step up and get buckets right along with him.
3: Good skip. Cross. Danny Green. Joe Embiid. He found him. And Embiid, you knew he was going up with it. And he gets it. Wide open and a timeout for Washington with the biggest lead of the game now at 20. Jordan B finds some space, bowling right through Daniel Gafford, but 6'10 against 6 feet and Ben Simmons gets the best of him again. And that's what Ben's been doing all his work. High screen roll, Maxi. Good night.
4: Hey Vito, Hey yo, want you say... Hold
2: hey, on. Hey, Pop. Cheese steak. Cheese steak. Cheese
4: steak. Coming, Coming off. On. Coming off. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got burgers. He wants
3: a burger? What does he want? A burger? got the, yeah, yeah, awesome. the cheese steak. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Hey, they both should. Sure. Forget about it. Got the oh, phone. Wait, what, wait, what do you want? Cheese steak or you want a burger? Hey, what's he want?
3: Burger. Hey, Pop. He wants a cheesesteak and a burger on one bun. What does he want? We do that? We don't do that. Well, we don't, we, do we that. don't do
2: that. What's up, everybody? This is Carmelo Anthony. Hope everyone is staying healthy. During this time, you know, we should all be looking out for one another and staying calm and staying safe. I'm just trying to stay positive as much as possible. Continue to spend this great time with your loved ones. I think it gives us a lot of perspective. Call some of your friends or your family and let them know how much you, you love them and how much you care about them. Practice compassion, we have to be kind and really practice a sense of community. We're gonna get through this thing one way or another. And the appreciation level for everything will be at an all-time high. We all miss fans and our teammates and basketball. This is only a virus that we can beat together. Um, hopefully we'll be seeing you guys soon and back on the floor. Say see ya!
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Four Foot Press.
1: Real. That was uh, shout out to my man Anthony for coming on with us. That was good stuff, Mike, wasn't it? Oh man, absolutely! You gotta love the uh, the back and forth between the Sixers and Wizards, Philly and Washington <laughs> D.C. It's a couple of great great sports cities, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's be real. I mean, D.C. has got some good sports people. They could they could dish and take it. <laughs> uh, but uh, Anthony Ray, he, he, he's a joy. We'll definitely have to have him back on again throughout the. Uh, the uh, playoffs here, depending no on how long it goes, i don't, like I told him. I think it's a sweep. <laughs> 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 we might not, but we'll move a little back next season, definitely. Oh yeah. Um, Mike, uh, what is your game three? We talked about Scott Brooks's game three adjustments for uh, the Wizards. What What do you think uh, Doc Rivers' game three adjustments are going to be, or does he have any adjustments going into this uh, game three Saturday?
1: well I, I mean I think it really does come down to whether or not Westbrook is you know a full go or not uh you know obviously him walking out he was he was banged up you know he's fighting through it and he's you know the toughest guy there is uh you know in, in the league, so he'll probably play i don't know if we'll be close to hundred percent, but you know if i'm doc rivers you know i'm I'm saying you know just keep the pedal to the metal boys i i I just don't see any need to to change anything up uh it would be nice if uh if we can even get some more rest for the next couple games for the, uh, for the starters. So get the blue coach in there again, huh? Exactly, man. And I really think we got confidence in those guys now too. So uh, I'm really, I'm really honestly at this point more so just, uh, you know, I guess we don't, we don't want to nitpick. Like you said earlier, we want to be positive, but at this point, you know, there's nothing but to be, you know, nothing to be too negative about at all.
0: Like Mike, man, it goes back to what I said. I'm not, I'm not concerned about the Wizards. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. For for me to, I mean, this is, we're talking playoffs. I've been waiting for the playoffs to start. Yeah, and I haven't even seen a tip off yet. <laughs> the first game one, I DVR'd it. I had to watch it on DVR. Game two, I turned it on. By the time I got settled and and turned it on, it was sixteen fifteen Washington. Yeah. So that's un, thats out of character for me. I'm usually in, locked and loaded before the game. So that—that that also shows you. I mean, I have—I'm—I'm I'm not interested. I'm not <laughs> interested in, in, this for. I want this first round done, and I want the team rested.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's under, looking, it's understandable, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mike. When I'm looking for for Doc Rivers, I'm looking for him to go down to DC. And challenge the Sixers. Okay? Mm-hmm. Tell, challenge them and, 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 and give them a task. To, and let them know, hey, look, if I'm Doc, I'm in the locker room. All right, fellas, listen. It's a business trip. Mm-hmm. We're down here for two games. I'm not coming down here anymore, and we're not playing anymore in Philly till the next round. If you guys want more rest, go out and punish this team. Show this team that they don't belong on the court with you. I mean, because let's be real. They don't belong on the court with you, but you got to go out there and show them that. Take this crowd out of the game early. Impose your will. Sixers basketball. And let's look on the game four on Monday, Memorial Day. And get them up out of here. Because we're not playing game five June 2nd on Wednesday. That's not happening. Because one, I didn't pack for it. (laughs) And two, you guys aren't packing for it.
1: Be dominant. If I'm Doc, that's what I'm telling the team. Hey, T, well, I love that, man. I really hope, I really hope, and I do think that he's going to say at least something similar, but uh, but I-, I love that.
0: And then I might pull Embiid, Harrison, Simmons, and say, Look, you know, writers are still doubting you three. Mm-hmm. They're still talking trash. Yeah, we, are, we already saw what Ben did. Ben said he don't listen to the haters and stuff. The kid's 24 years old and he's got the world on his shoulders, the city, and just the disrespect he receives. And all he wants to do is who? That's it. That's all he wants to do is hoop, And he can't even do that because he's got outside noise. And he came in and shut him up, Mike. He shut him up. He almost had a triple-double. People had to parlay and bet on it, <laughs> and he missed it. I mean, he'll get one. He'll get one least expected. But yeah, I
1: mean, he was 11-15 from the field. That's pretty efficient. I mean, 22-9-8, and eight. he was, uh, yeah, damn near.
0: <laughs> damn near perfect. Yeah. So, there's no really adjustments. Just play six or the Do you know – Mike, and it's funny. To the combined losses this season that the Sixers have between the Wizards, Hawks, and Knicks, I think it's like one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. I actually did see that stat. I think I think it was one,
0: one. And we sitting here nitpicking our team, and they potentially could play, finish out the Wizards. And play either the Hawks or Knicks. And the Sixers only lost one game combined with the three teams <laughs> combined. <laughs> I mean, this is silly. It's a perfect storm. Let's get to the finals. Let's get to the Eastern Conference finals. And I want to say it again, Brooklyn's not going to be there. I think Milwaukee has a chip on their shoulder. They're going to bust Miami's aspirin. Miami's up out of here. If Miami survives that I'd be impressed. I'd be impressed, but I'd be shocked. I'd be impressed, man. I'd give it to them. But I don't see it happening. Are you going to You,
1: you going to sell your yeah, tickets yeah. for uh for game t- or for round 2 as well or what? Going. Go <laughs> you got
0: people lined up. Going.
1: <laughs> all right, so all right, so the, for the finals, the Eastern Conference Finals, you you got you'll get them locked up. If Listen, I'll
0: I'll be honest with you. I'm still a little weary with this
1: <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: I mean it's just me. I I'm a germaphobic. I hate germs. Yeah. That used to make fun of me too. So, I mean, I might have to have a hazmat suit to kill <laughs> I'd be on TV wearing a hazmat suit. Everyone knew it was me. Right. They're like, who's this guy? Who's this clown right here with this hazmat suit? Look at this fool. And it'd be me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, I'm still, I'm still weary. Honestly, I probably will go. Oh, oh, one. I was there for the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And you know, I. It's not one of the things where I gotta be there, but I gotta be there. You know what I mean? Totally. So you know, I gotta be there. I also got a great idea that I talked about over a year ago, and I kind of want to put it in motion. So I want to put it out there. You know, our our listeners and fans want to be a part of it, and that's what I want to do. It's it's a fan, it's a fan video, almost like a documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'm asking, Mike, give the fans. Give our give our listeners the uh, our new IG page that's under construction. Uh, what's the handle?
1: Yeah, it's brand new, man. It's uh, still getting all, you know, getting some legs on it, but uh, it's uh, at Full Court Press P H U L L with a seventy six at the end. So Full Court Press seventy six is the the IG handle,
0: and that's the same handle as the Twitter handle.
1: So it's just Full Court 76 on Twitter, and then it's Full okay. Court Press 76 on IG.
0: Okay. All right. So what I want, Mike, I want I want listeners to record – just record themselves. If you want to be a part of this, you know, hit us up. You guys can reach out and say, I want to be part of the documentary. Okay? And basically – I'm going to send you a question, and I want you to record yourself answering the question. And we're going to put it all together. And we're going to have a a now-rated script. And we're going to talk about the Sixers and show their, their journey through the playoffs to the finals. Now, you know, if we don't get enough fans, I know plenty of people. Mike, I know you know plenty of people. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: We'll make it awesome. We, matter we what.
0: definitely can put it together, but I want you know, I want I want this to be for the fans. Yeah. So you know, I even want the haters out there. I almost <laughs> said your name, <laughs> <laughs> but they know who they are. I even want the haters. I want the haters to hate. You know, I want the ones that, as some people say fanboy. I want the fanboy ones. I want all of them. That's what makes it unique and special. That's what's going to make it different than other documentaries or videos because it's going to be real. Right. You know, we want it to be real.
1: So, you know,
0: that's an idea of kicking around, Mike. What do you think about
1: that? I love it, man. I, I really think that uh, you know the listeners, the audience will will come through with some great content, and uh, that's all we need. We just need the content, and we'll craft it into something special, man. I'm uh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So, Mike, everyone's gonna make you real busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so, man. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it.
0: Well, man. So, uh, listen, that, game three. There's no really adjustments. Just keep the pedal to the metal. Just keep the keep it down, full throttle. And uh, let's get this w um I, I'm just ready to go man I'm ready I'm ready to get to it and and just get this W and go up 30 because once you go up three0 the other team they're gonna give you a fugazi play mm-hmm. in game four. they'll come out and play hard in the first half and they're gonna lay down like dogs in the second half. They don't want to play they don't want to be here they want to get they want to go fishing and, and start their summer early. Yeah, up on a golf course. You're right, exactly. So let's send them on a the golf course early. You know, let's, let's get this uh, done and over with. Friday and Sunday. Let's get it done and over with. Hey, Mike, final thoughts?
1: Yo, I'm just uh, – I'm excited to, uh, to, like you said, man, could just continue this run, just continue to ride this wave, man, because the Sixers, when they're playing like this, uh, you know, you just wake up and you just want to seize the day, man. So, everybody out there, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. And uh, we'll, we'll see you guys pretty soon, man. Go Sixers.
0: Listen, uh, one last thing. We're running that contest, Mike. I got the uh, Philly versus Everybody uh, mask. And um, we still got to wear masks in the, in the arena still, I'm yes, sure. Sir. Some places you still got to wear masks in the stores and, you know, me and this guy were making a joke, you got wear a mask to go in the restaurant, but you take it off to eat, but they got to put it back on. <laughs> you know. And then they're lifting the mask, you know, other places. But I got this item, and actually I forgot I, I had them, Mike, right, because i I've waited so long for them to come in. Right. I was going to run this a few months back. But they're here, and I'm going to give them away. So all you got to do is find the tweet that says the giveaway. You got to like it, retweet it, and you have to follow my man, Mike, Philly Fourcourt Court Press, and myself. But follow Philly Four Court Press and Mike because I'm out there. I'll tell you, I'm all across the board. <laughs> I might say something that might hurt your feelings and you might not follow me. But, you know, it's all good. It's all love. I just have a good time on it. But, uh, listen, man, once again, shout out to my man, Anthony. Uh, good luck, game three. I uh, hope D.C. puts up a little fight. But I think uh, Sixers are going to get that sweet sweet. And uh, you know, we'll be talking about either Hawks or Knicks coming up. Yo, this is Philly Four Court Press. i will your host Big T Will. That's my me and Mike O'Connell. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.